You are listening to WQPH 89.3 FM, Shirley Fitchburg. Queen of Perpetual Help and welcome to another edition of WQPH's Local Matters. And on this week's broadcast, we bring you being interviewed by our own Mary Ann, Tim Francis, and he is here to talk about his conversion story and a very special event that you should consider attending in May. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another very exciting program of Local Matters. Our guest today is Tim Francis. I'd like to introduce you to him now, but first, maybe, Tim, we could say a prayer? Love to, yes. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Christ, through the powerful intercession of the Blessed Mother, I ask the Holy Spirit to be upon us, all evil to be away from us, all evil to be away from every every listening ear by the blood of Christ. Chase it all away. Be with us. And in honor, Lord, of your mother, we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. In the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Very beautiful. So, Tim, I wish you could tell our listeners about your family, your apostolate, and yourself. Can you share a little bit about all of that? Yeah, you bet. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Marian. I really appreciate the time. I enjoy. Let me go to the beginning. I grew up in a small town in Ohio. It's called New Carlisle, Ohio. It's, it's near Dayton, Ohio. And it's about 5,000 people. Everybody knew everybody. I was one of six, five boys and a girl, and we went to church every single uh, Sunday and Holy Day because that was the deal. I was an altar server. I didn't go to Catholic school, but I look back, and you had a great family with very structured, um, just really wonderful growing up experiences as a kid. Like maybe many kids, I didn't I didn't enjoy church. I, I was mad about sports. You know, that's what we lived for. We, we lived at the ballpark playing baseball and, and soccer and football and you know, the baseball park is where we, how we lived growing up. So when I went off to college, I went off to Ohio State University. Um, my older brother went there. I don't remember going to church. I can't remember going to Mass up at Ohio State. I think the only time I went is when I came home with Mom and Dad. And, uh, you know, one thing led to the other. Like a lot of people, I got involved in the party scene, and that, that was a lifestyle for the people that I hung out with in college. It was, you know, one, two, three, sometimes more nights a week where you're out drinking at the bars at parties and so on and so forth and um, for me that ended up leading into heavy addiction by the time I had graduated college when I grew up I didn't do a drug in my life but by the time I graduated college um, I had been introduced to cocaine and that took me on a really dark tailspin and uh, went down to Texas met my wife in a bar of course (laughs) and she had no religious upbringing at all we weren't going to any kind of church and we got invited to a big old mega church and um, called my mom, thought she'd probably be happy because I was going to a Bible study. First time ever in my life, I think I went to a Bible study. It was a big non-denominational church called Fellowship Church in Grapevine, Texas. And mom started sending me tapes and stuff because she knew I was I was now interested in the faith to some degree. She wanted me, me to be Catholic, but she started sending me tapes of conversion stories and all these other kind of things. And one of the things she sent me, which really caught my attention, was it was a show it was on Fox. It was called Signs from God, Science Test Safe. Twenty eight million people watched this in nineteen ninety nine. She recorded a piece of it, 
sent it to me, and it caught my attention. And, Marianne, I could go into great length as to <laughs> what was on that show. And But in short, I witnessed a lady having a stigmata, and I didn't know what that was. I did not know about St. Pio and St. Catherine of Siena and on and on and on, St. Faustina. I didn't know about the mystical side, the supernatural side of the Catholic Church. I didn't go to Catholic school, so I'd never heard of these things. And when I witnessed this lady experience the stigmata on the show, I thought, is it is that real? And if it is real, what the heck does it mean? And it took me 10 years um, to find all those answers out. And when I did, uh, to say that it changed my life, that was in 2009, that's an understatement. I, um, when I got all the information that I'm able to share now at parishes for the last, gosh, I don't know, 10, 12 years, that information so impacted my life that I just set out on a quest to share it with other people. I didn't, didn't really mean to start something per se. And since that time period, I've done hundreds of parish talks and conferences and such, which really, this is how I met, met you, Marianne. I, you know, uh, Edwin connected us. I met Edwin at a men's conference um, up in your neck of the woods. And he heard me do a small version of, of the talk that I do at parishes. And ever since then, he said, I got to bring you to parish, which I'm going to be at St. Anthony, of course, in um, New Bedford, Massachusetts on May 22nd to the 24th. But so that's kind of the long story short of that. And I'll, I'll take a breath now and let you take a breath. Yes. Peg me with some questions. So now you met this beautiful woman and you fell in love and you got married and you had children. Is that how it went? Yeah, you bet. I, I did. I met her in a bar and we then started going, eventually got invited to the mega church. Eventually we became Catholic. I became a practicing Catholic and brought into the Catholic faith. We had three children. I wish I had 12. She got cut off after three C-sections. They made, they made her tire up. So we have three children, been married 23 years, and mm-hmm. since about 2010, I have been traveling across the United States many times with someone in the family with me, if not all, Wonderful. to share um, this experience that I'm going to be sharing at St. Anthony. Wow. So it's kind of a mystery of what you're going to do there. I think a lot of people want to come and know it's going to be from 6 to 9 o'clock at night. On those dates? I would get there early, but it's going to be start at 6.30. I'd get there by 6.15 for sure right. um, to 9 p.m. It'll be an, around an hour, then a break, and another hour. Let me say this. It is the fastest. I've done this hundreds of times, and I hear this all the time. It's the fastest couple hours you'll ever experience because it's not – I'm not going to give a lecture. I'm going to be showing um, film footage that, of stuff that's absolutely amazing from a lady experiencing the wounds of Christ – from a communion host turning into heart tissue to a statue of Jesus that's been crying and bleeding for, for many, many years, and all the science that was tested around that, plus a whole lot more information I'm going to share via PowerPoint presentation. So it'll it'll be, not because I'm there, but it'll be quite amazing for people that have never experienced this, for sure. Yes, and you also have developed a website, right? What is your name of your website? Yeah, you bet. And if for your listeners, please write this down, um, uh, type it up, look at it, because it's got all kinds of information, including a short video. It's got a flyer, everything. It's science, test, faith. Now, test is plural, so science, test with an S, sciencetestfaith.com forward slash New Bedford, all together, no spaces, forward slash New Bedford. So sciencetestfaith.com forward slash New Bedford. Bedford, and they'll get all the information they would ever need 
on that little webpage. Perfect. And we're, we're hoping to, um, one of our members of the Legion of Mary drives a bus. We're hoping to rent a bus to take people from Boston so they can come there safely, have lunch, and then have a wonderful night with you. So and, Wonderful. And there's no charge for this, correct? Oh, I have no. Heck no. No way. No charge whatsoever. Right. But I hope you take up a free will collection to carry your, your spending projects. If, if people feel like it was worth the price of a movie ticket, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll certainly take some love offerings. That'll help. But when there's no cost. Mm-hmm. So one, one of these um, stigmatists, I think her name is Catalina. Is that the one you were referring to? Yes, ma'am. Can you talk a little bit about her? Because for people who don't know what a stigmatist is, I think they need to hear about her in her books, yeah, too. Yeah, sure. 100%. Well, first of all, the stigmata, it, Paul talks about it. He uses the word the stigmata uh, in the book of Galatians when he says, I bear the wounds of, of, of Christ in my body. Whether he actually had the stigmata or he's just referencing Jesus, you know, the wounds and the beatings, we're not sure. But um, it just represents the marks of Christ, the stigmata. It's, it's considered a gift for those who've never heard of this, that God allows certain people who actually are, are willing participants to suffer for the sins of others. It's called victim suffering. It's just an amazing thing. It's like stepping in front of a bullet for someone you love, only spiritually is what it's like. Wow. So this lady, probably the most famous, I mean, the first recorded stigmatist in the church is St. Francis of Assisi, uh, but the most probably well-known is St. Padre Pio, St. Pio. He suffered the wounds of Christ. In fact, he bled a cup of blood every day for 50 years. You could literally see light on one side of the hand, like the holes were right through the hands, if you can imagine that. And he um, he um, was an amazing priest and stigmatist, and he died in 1968. So for those of us that don't know people that knew him, or for the Doubting Thomases, there's many other people that have experienced this, but the one that I'm referencing, this is the first time ever that we're aware of that somebody has been prophesied and had the stigmata in front of millions of people, millions of viewers on TV. And then the person who filmed it is a very, very famous investigative personality. And he was um, a non-believer. He didn't believe in God. He hated the Catholic Church for reasons we don't have time to go into. And so he was converted over time because of witnessing and filming this lady have the stigmata. Matter of fact, what he said was, and here's a person who spent a week with Muhammad Ali when he was going to fight Joe Frazier the third time. He did war stories. I mean, he's very, very famous. And he said at the end of his life, he said, there's no other story compared to this story. Um, this was the biggest one of his life. And so this lady experienced the, the wounds of Christ. She she was given a message from, from Jesus on camera in front of this very famous investigative, non-believing journalist and his crew predicted it would happen at a certain date. It did. They filmed it, recorded it, and my presentation, really, I call it Signs from God, Miracles and Their Meaning. So we're going to show some amazing supernatural things that have been recorded and tested by science, but then, most importantly, we're going to go into the meaning, because that is so critical. Without the meaning, then it's just sensationalism, you see. That's right. So that's what we'll, we'll dive into, to say the least. There's going to be just so much information. You, you just don't, and I don't mean this because I'm coming, you just don't want to miss this. I mean, every time someone comes, like, I'm going to have, it's going to be the same presentation, 
um, and they're going to have like three different options. But don't wait to the last night because when people come to last night, they always say, I wish I would have known it was going to be like this because I would have brought, I mean, a truckload or a busload of people kind of thing. Right. That's why we want to get this little radio story out as many times as we can before you come and see if people have any feedback. We're going to be doing a live series uh, soon enough, and we're going to ask people to call in and say, do you believe in this? Do you think you want to come? Are you open to it? What are reasons why people don't want to come and see this? Do they have a, well, a fear? Well, uh, one could be someone like my father, who's like 87. He He might say, you know, I don't need... I believe, right? right? People from the old school never questioned authority and had great, what I call childlike faith. And that's what Jesus says, come to me like children. And they had great childlike faith. They just, they didn't question, they just believe. And it's nice for them to see it, but they don't need it. So they might say, well, I, you know, I don't, I don't need to see this. I, 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 you need to be talking to my grandkids or my great-grandkids. They're the ones that need this stuff, right? I have a message for people like that that might think that. And I understand that thought process. Well, this, you need to be, um, first of all, you will be inspired and you, you will get information that you did not know. I almost guarantee it. I've been doing this for over 12 years and I've got 10,000 feedback forms from people. So I know exactly what happens. But also, once you're there, I'm going to give you, if you're a faithful Catholic, I'm going to give you resources and for lack of a better word, techniques and a very specific but simple game plan on how to reach your kids and grandkids. Oh, that's a a winner right there. There's so many people. Well, that's what's going to happen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, and and that's why, and you got to understand something, Marianne. I was that kid that was breaking my mom's heart, you understand? So I understand. I know it well, and uh, I lived in the world, man. I, you know, sports was my God, you see. And so um, working out, sports, that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, you bet. You want to come, and you want to come, if you can, you want to come the first night. Now, listen, I want to say it again. This is the same presentation. I will say different things each night. It's just by nature. I'll add some things, delete some things each night. So one night you might see a statue crying and bleeding. Another night you might see something else. But I would try to come the first night. Um, if you can't come the second night, do that. You know, If you only can come the third night, fine. But try to come as soon as possible because then you're going to be inspired, you're going to be moved, the Holy Spirit's going to take over, but you're going to have resources to invite other people to come. And even if they're not in the New Bedford, Massachusetts area, even if they're not in Massachusetts, even if they're in Iowa or somewhere else, your kids, your grandkids, I'm going to give you resources that you can reach them. I've done this for 10-plus years, and Um, you're going to want to be there. Now, you know, the first night is May 22nd, correct? Yeah, May 22nd, starts at 6.30. Whose feast day is that? My favorite saint, huh. Saint Rita. Um, you, saint Rita. Is it Saint Rita? Yeah. Is it, I didn't. I see. It, I is love this Rita? about people. I don't. I didn't look it up. So I, I love this about people like yourself because over time I've learned so much from people that prayer warriors like yourself that you know people like I would call like my mom just dialed into all this and so it probably is. I almost assuredly we didn't pick those dates. At least I didn't. So May 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, I'll bet you there's some really important feast days for what we're doing. She's the patron saint of the impossible. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, and our kids are impossible, some of them. <laughs> sure they are. One, of course they are. Been one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, it's I mean, and the course sign. is vicious. 
it's a great sign of when you're coming. You're coming after this horrific satanic uh, conference here in April, at the end of April, and our Lord and Our Lady are cleaning up the mess by your visit. Well, yeah. I didn't know that. And that that's interesting because um, a friend of mine, Zachary King, do you know who he is? Oh, yes. Okay. So that always, I, mean, I remember years ago, I was talking to Zachary, you know, and for those who don't know who he is, he worshiped Satan for 26 years. He was a high wizard in, in the satanic cult, you know. You know, I remember him saying that he told me and my son, he said, the going rate for a consecrated host, people who, who are in the satanic covens will pay people. He said the going rate for a consecrated host by a Catholic priest was $5,000. Wow. And I thought, they have more faith than I ever did growing up, but they don't have biblical faith, right? Like right. the demons believe and tremble. So they know that it's Jesus. That's why they steal the communion host, because what do they do? They take it to a black mass and they desecrate Jesus Christ, right? But okay. in fact, at least they really believe in the sense intellectually they understand. They don't follow, right? right. And so this is what will happen. People will, they will come to a massive belief. If someone's listening now and you question whether or not you believe the teachings of the Catholic Church about the Holy Eucharist, that it's the body and blood of Jesus Christ, by the time you're done, I highly doubt you're ever going to question it, and 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 you're you're going to really, really understand how to pray the Mass like never before as well. That's a beautiful guarantee, and I'm sure you're right. I can't wait to see the results. I really can't. Wow, May 22nd. We'll start counting the days and praying for you to get here safely. And then you're on the road again, right? Aren't you visiting other churches in other states? You bet, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been on the road quite a bit. So we can't come to another state. We have you right coming here. So That's this right. is the time to get the word out. Uh, and so what we can do is we can take a snapshot of your flyer and then just text it to all our friends. If you're out there listening, we can send you a texted picture of the flyer, or you can get it on the website, which we hope to have on real soon. And you can send it out to people so they can plan to be there and how they're going to get there, and who they're going to bring with them, so we can have a big evolution and a revolution of our faith here in Boston, which was the cradle of liberty. That's what you have to remember. I don't know if you know, last a year and a half ago, Father um, came from EWTN, and we took we hired a boat, the Northern Lights, and we had 149 people that could fit on it, and we prayed. We brought the statues of Our Lady, and two exorcisms were done um, when we were out on the water. And when they were doing them, the water went up in the air. Like, I, I, I can't believe what I saw. It went up in the air. And that night, the northern lights really had outstanding showers of light. I think God accepted that, uh, asking God to protect our religious liberties in Boston. So you're coming to the heart, Massachusetts. It's also the state where Divine Mercy is located in Starkbridge. Mm -hmm. God is sending mm -hmm. you right to the heart of the evil. He is. He is. Because you're a, well, you're well, a amen. fighter. Yeah, I, a fighter. I was just about to say, that's right. That's right. I, I'll, I'll take that one. That's fine. I, I'm making up for lost time. I'm, I'm fighting for the good things now, right? Right. And you're going <clears> to <throat> take a lot of people with you that would never be on your on that same track 
if you didn't have the courage to do this and come here and not have that time with your family, but doing God's work. That's what you're doing. You're an evangelist. Now, you also, on your website, it says, You Shall Believe. Talk about that website. And that's not the promo page, but but on youshallbelieve.com, what I would tell people, um, the, the best thing you could possibly do, there's a, there's a thing on my website that says, Watch Amazing Video. So if you go to you, if you just Google youshallbelieve.com and go to watch amazing video, that's the video my mom sent me um, way back when that of the lady experiencing the stigmata. And, you know, that's, that's what Jesus wants people to do, to see that. There's a reason that happened. And so I'd say do that. You know, go there and watch that and send that little, send that to your kids and stuff. You know, let, let them see that. That'll be a breadcrumb. I got more to give you when we get together, but that'll be a great breadcrumb. Let them see that, that the same way my mom let me see it. You see, my mom's technique worked, you see. And, uh, yeah, well, there's a lot of people who love, who are interested in the supernatural, okay? Yeah. And they don't have to be going to church. They, they could be young, or especially young people. They, they really are into the supernatural. And so the enemy's been using that kind of stuff in a bad way to take them down at dark places, you know, ghost hunting, all this kind of stuff. So show them the supernatural, something produced by God that has the great potential to lead them back to the church like it did me. I, it, Marianne, do I have a couple minutes you sure left? Do. Or? You sure do. I was going to tell you, it's, it's on the flyer. Make sure you get the flyer. And let me say again, you can get all the information, including the flyer, by going to science test and test is plural, sciencetestfaith.com forward slash New Bedford altogether. But on there, on that flyer, you'll read this, and it's, I'm going to give you two, two examples. There's a lady who came up to me in Arizona many years ago, and she said, after the first night, she said, I've got to get my son to the third night, or tomorrow night. And she said, uh, you know, he doesn't live with me anymore. He's, I don't know if he's late 20s early 30s, something like that. She said, he only goes to Mass on Christmas and Easter. And I said, uh, well, we'll pay him. I offer him money. And she kind of laughed, you know, and I said, did you pay for college? I said, I mean, how many parents or grandparents pay for the kid's education? I said, offer him, offer him money. Well, he sent me an email. It's on the flyer. It's much longer than, than what's on the flyer, but I just took a snippet from it. He said, I wanted to thank you for changing my life. My mom went to day one of the three-day mission. She got me to attend the second day. She actually paid him a hundred bucks. He said, I was an occasional mass attendee, mostly holidays. After your talk, I made a good confession and now attend mass daily. Wow. So this can happen. I've seen it happen. Whatever it takes to get your kids to come. I know they don't want to come, but you birthed them or your, or your daughter birthed them or your daughter-in-law birthed them. Whatever the case is, they owe you a couple hours um, and to come and put their phone away and just be attentive and listen, right? Exactly. Um, and if, if they don't, don't get discouraged. It, you, you come anyways, and I'm going to give you some resources and techniques on how to get them to see what you're going to see without them having to have come. It's better if they come, for sure. Um, there's nothing like in person. Exactly. Nothing like in person. Exactly, because the other thing some of us believe in is what St. Faustina says about the illumination of conscience coming, which is the Garabandal message also. Uh, everyone will see how they stand before God. Well, whether people believe in that or not, 
I believe St. Faustina, when she said that, God, in his act of mercy, will let us all see how we are before him. And we have a time to say, Jesus, I'm just so sorry. I didn't know how many people I hurt by my behavior. Please forgive me. I think that's all he wants from us. When, Like a mother or father, if, if your kids hurt you and they apologize like that, you would just hug that kid so bad and so tight. That's what this radio station is about. We also are broadcast into two prisons. So anybody that's listening in a prison, this is the time for mercy. And, and God sent this man to our humble little station. He did. And I know when, Amen. We, when I go there, they cry. They cry. They, one man said to me, I'll never, ever be able to see my family again. He says, all I can do is go in my room and listen to this little radio station. Wow. It, God, God, if he's listening now, God bless you, brother. My gosh. I mean, you know, there but by the grace of God go I. I could easily be sitting right there right now with all the stupid decisions I made. By God's grace, you can have a clean heart, a clean conscience, and if in this life you don't see them again, which is a tough cross for sure, you can offer that cross up. That can save other souls from hell by your suffering. I want to say that again. By your suffering, emotional suffering, full repented heart, you can offer that suffering up in a mass, and that can save other souls from hell, just like the, this lady had the stigmata, just like Padre Pio. Your suffering has value. And so, and then, and by God's grace, you'll see your family um, for eternity. And so that should give you hope. It's not easy. And But um, anybody that's, that's, that's in a situation like that, man, my heart goes out to you big time. Yes, yes they're heroes. They are heroes. So um, for everyone who's doing the work of God, whether you sit in your house and you knit and you say 15 rosaries a day, and you listen to WQPH, and now you know this great man is coming here with his family. We want you to pray for him, for his safety when he comes, that he will reach many people, and that we, when we get to heaven, will be able to give him a hug, his excellence for the Lord. There's no more I can say. Any final thoughts that you might have? Yeah, um, I just say that for me, I'm, like many people, making up for lost time. And I, I truly, truly have been given this uh, great grace and blessing to be able to share this just unbelievably powerful message, truly. And so if there's any possibility, if you're hearing this and you're even considering, should I go, should I not go, cancel whatever you got going. I'm telling you flat out, because if you're hearing this, you're supposed to be there. Not only are you supposed to be there, you're supposed to share this. And uh, again, you can, you can get all the information. What you should be sharing with people is the sciencetestfaith.com forward slash New Bedford. That's the link. You send it, you post it, you text it um, to everybody you possibly can. Um, this is Jesus Christ, the first time we're ever aware of that he has allowed his wounds to be shown to the world from beginning until end in a, in a stigmata with a lady who lives today. And uh, this will be shown in a lot more. We're going to talk about why the bad things happen to good people, making sense out of suffering. We're going to go into the, to the meaning, the purpose, and the power of the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, and you're going to witness some amazing things. Uh, Marion, I just appreciate everything you do in your ministry, and thank you for this platform to be able to share this message. Thank you. And so we ask Our Lady to bless his family, his ministry, and all of you listening, because you are the salt of the Lord. Till the next 
time on local matters. Please pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to another edition of WQPH's Local Matters. We hope you enjoyed the broadcast and hope you have a blessed week.